7 to 8 p.m. Sport On with Tabiso Musia. Thank you very much there, Greg, and good evening. Welcome to the show. I am Tabiso Musia. Loyolo Mkalip is the producer. Zelma Tribi is in technical with us tonight and Debucho Khadeba on social media. This evening, we continue focusing on women in sport uh, as we continue to celebrate Women's Month, of course. And because it is a Tuesday, we always talk careers in sport on this day. And tonight will be no different. We'll speak to a few women who are break- breaking boundaries in the football space. They are coaches, one of them, our main guest actually coaches a men's football team Alexandra United. They play in the ABC Mutsepe League, which is uh, the third tier of South African football. If you win promotion from there, then you go to the National First Division and after that, you go to the APSA Premiership, which many people refer to as the PSL. Her name is Tracy Lee Pepper and Coach Tracy has an unbelievable story to tell as a coach of a men's football team. She took over the reins um, from the late Bafana Bafana International, Shuz Mushewu in Alex and I remember two seasons ago, there was a group of supporters in Alexandra Township where she coached that did not want to coach the team because she was a woman and they even wrote an open letter and I remember reading that letter and one of the most absurd reasons given when this group was asked why they don't want coach Tracy Lee Pepper to be in charge of the team was because they were questioning how she was able to get into the changing room saying that is not that is not a place for a woman unbelievable and at that stage she was second on the log. I remember very well. She was two points behind the leaders and they narrowly missed out on um, on going to the playoffs where they would play for promotion to the national first divisions. So she will tell us her story. And did I mention that she's white? Probably the last thing the people of Alexandra expected seeing a white woman coaching one of their men's football teams. But it happened. She's been doing it for a couple of seasons now, Coach uh, Tracy Lee uh, Pepper. And she'll talk to us about her story. And we'll also speak to our very own from the SABC sports anchor Lebu Mutswedi who has re- who recently received her SAFA coaching certificate. She has a level D Coach Lebu, I think that's what we must call it now. And she will tell us more about why she's doing this. And we've also invited Safa to join us and just um, explain how do people apply to become coaches, especially women. Is it different from the men? Are the different classes? How does it work? So uh, Safa will also speak to us about that. Uh, but first up, uh, there was cricket today. The only T20 international between the Proteas and Sri Lanka played in a Colombo. And Natalie Germanus, SABC Sports, uh, a cricket commentator and analyst, was watching the game for us throughout this afternoon and she filed this report. South Africa unfortunately have ended their tour on Sri Lanka with yet another loss. It's been an up and down tour of Sri Lanka for South Africa despite winning the one day international trophy. Today they ended with a three wicket loss with 24 balls remaining from Sri Lanka's point of view. They chased down a small target of 99 runs but it was a struggle all the way through for Sri Lanka because South Africa fought really hard with the ball. Kahisa Rabada picked up two for 24 in his four overs, while Tabray Shamsi took two for 26 in four, and Junior Dalla picked up two for 22 in his four overs. But it was never going to be enough to defend after the bat really did let them down. Quinton Akak top scored for South Africa with the bat making 20 from 11, and in the end, South Africa were all out for just 98 runs and didn't even bat out their 20 overs. While for Sri Lanka, Lakshman Sandakan picked up three for 19 in his four overs. So 
for Sri Lanka in South Africa's tour of Sri Lanka with a three-wicket victory. Natalie Jumanis for SABC Sport. Thank you very much there, Natalie. And there's also a game uh, tonight, a football game, the only one, of course, in the APSA Premiership uh, between uh, Kaiser Chiefs and Barroca. And we will give you uh, updates as uh, soon as we get them. The game kicks off at... 7.30. I can see the players are warming up on the field. I'm trying to get the starting lineups here. I thought that the PSL would have tweeted the starting lineups of these two teams so we can at least uh, tell you how they are lining up because um, Kaiser Chiefs coach Giovanni Solinas did say in the week that he's actually going to uh, refresh his starting lineup because he feels that they are tired. Uh, they're playing too many matches and I've got the Chiefs starting 11. Itumelen Kune is back in goal after being away on compassionate leave and uh, he's the captain. Ramathon Patlele, Ngezana, Kadoso and Ndiya Ndiya complete the back four in midfield. Katsande Nchangase, Pai Payez, Billiard and uh, Chabalala and Castro up front or will it be Payez, Billiard, Castro up front and then Katsande and Changasen, Chabalala in the midfield. But that's the Chiefs starting 11. Kunem, Patele, Ngeza, Nakadoso, Ntiantia, Katsande and Changasen, Payez, Billiard, Chabalala and Castro on the bench. Vuma, Paka, Matoho, Jaya, Matlasela, Moon and Meiwa. And as soon as I get the Baroka 11, I will give it to you. But let's get into the show now and let's speak to SABC Sports anchor with 14 years of experience in the game, Lebo Mutuedi, who has received her first of what could be many coaching badges and she'll speak to us after this break sport on on safm Always feel free to join the conversation because we are leading the conversation. So you can join on 0891-104-207, SMS 40938, our WhatsApp number 0614104107, hashtag SAFM Sport On. And let's speak now to Lebu Mutswedi. Coach, good evening and thank you for joining us on <laughs> SAFM. <laughs> oh, wow. I heard the intro. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, Coach, oh, my God. That's a big one. Uh, well, thank you, Teresa. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. You're gonna have to get used to that, and it's got a ring to it, also, Coach. But you, <laughs> you, you really move in silence, though, Lebu. A lot of people were were caught by surprise to see that you've been attending coaching courses. Firstly, yeah. why did you decide to take this route? You know, my mom asked me the same thing, um, and she said, "You know, this is one of the few things that you've done. This and." There's a couple of decisions that I've done, and I'm very close to my mom. That's my best friend, my dad mm-hmm. as well. My family is very close. But it's one of the few decisions that I've done, and I let her in midway through. She's like, why did you do this? I said to her, for the first time, I actually don't know why I didn't tell you what influenced the decision, why I did this. But all I know is I needed to empower myself. I needed to empower myself before the season started. I needed to have a little bit more technical knowledge. I want to be able to speak to your Kevins, your Gavins, your Peters, um, your Steves. With I want them when I speak to them, they understand that I am interested in their craft. Similarly to them probably looking at me as a presenter, but I want them to understand that, hey guys, I'm also interested in understanding where you're coming from. I want you to have a technical um, advantage and understanding of the game because we all do we all learn we can all read up on Twitter on, on mm. Google we can all research games and you know how the story goes it's easy to do it mm. um, maybe from this side but I wanted to have a little bit more to give the listener and the, the viewers than 
what I've already been doing for 14 years. I was about to say, even on top of your 14 years, Lebo, because everybody <laughs> thinks you're a top anchor. We saw you during the World Cup. There's no wrong in, yeah. in what you do, but you still felt the need to improve. You know what, Tabi? So there's always room to improve, especially when um, I reached a point where I'm like, okay, now what? So I can either completely change my... I love studying. So I've always been interested in medicine. I'm like, okay, I can either change my qualification and go into medicine, uh, but I probably can't because then I would have to be full-time, so I can't do that. And then I thought, why is there an, a no post-grad degrees in broadcasting? There's, nobody offers that. And I thought, okay, there isn't anything like that, although I'm doing my honours in January with this. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so in the meantime, then let me grow a little bit more technically then because there's no other way how then do you grow from doing 14 years of tv and radio tell so how then do you grow from where you are you are a great anchor how how do you grow your game mm. you can only do that by then learning what the people you are talking to are experiencing whether it's referees i'm still going to do my referees level one i still have to do that then get a better understanding technically of what you're talking about and this is not only football related mind you um, I've mm. spoken to a, a coach, a woman in sport, that has uh, three coaching degrees. <laughs> and it's possible. Yeah. Mm. So if you love sport, and I'm a sport lover, I always say if I wasn't in broadcast, I probably would have been an athlete. Uh, and I still think I'll be able to be an athlete and get my essay colors somewhere or another, even at my age. So, Yeah. There's still room to grow, dude. And, and forever, we certainly we, we can't bet against you after what you've just done. And you've inspired a lot of people, uh, Alebu. And I'm sure some you don't even know, some you know. And where did you do your training and how long did it take you? Because now people want to do this. All right. So the training I did via Safa Ekurleni, you've got to go to your LFAs, your local football associations. You've got to find out from Safa when the regional offices are having their... their courses running because the, the times are different. It's not the same across the country within the South, within South, of course. And it's over, it's 50 hours of work. And then as you go higher, the hours increase, the days increase, and it becomes just more insane. And I did that with Safa Ekurleni, and it was um, difficult the first weekend because I complained to Desiree Ellis. I remember that. Uh, I called Jesse and I'm like, this instructor is pitching on me and he is really intense. He probably thinks I'm a pretty face coming here. And I think that's what he thought. And then he was pretty surprised to see me coming in the second week into the course. And like, okay, so this chick is really serious. Because he, I think he thought, how, what's the deal? Why are you here if you are there? Mm. And it was not easy, to tell you the truth. It was really, really not easy. But... Um, yeah, you so here we are, 50 hours plus, and a great festival that we put together as the coaches, the first over 50 coaches, only six female coaches in Duduza over the past weekend, and it's been great. It really has been great. Catered for over 220 kids when the maximum for our exam, so to speak, was only maximum 100 kids. Wow. 220 kids pulled up. So, coaching clinics. so at the end of the coaching course, what are you judged on? Is it exams? Is it practicals? Is it a bit of both? Yeah. It's basically all the three that you've learned throughout the course, but it's not easy because this is where I'm saying we had... So they say, right, coaches 
we've taught you how to do a planning session for a training course from under 6 to under 12. We're not going to tell you the age group of the kids you'll have, but you need to put a training course together, a training session together. You have no resources. You need to have the bowls, the markers, the cones, the strategies as to the grids, how many grids you're having for how many kids and how many times they're going throughout the grids, how long they're going throughout the grids, what size bowls are used. Those are things that, that I didn't even think are applicable. But the size of the bowls, how long kids from age six to 14 we had on Saturday. Because it's different age groups. You can't make a 14-year-old train with a seven-year-old. You actually can't. So we were basically judged on that. So we had um, a Mamelodi Sundowns, I think it's Temba Nguenya there. Yes, yes, us. I know Temba. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joel was also there assessing us. The vice uh, president of Safai Kurleni was there assessing us. Everybody was there and they were not even saying yay or nay. We just had to put it together, make it functional, be strict, had the bids, had the first aid and make sure that there were life skills, there were matches, and there was um, learning abilities for all the kids within five minutes of each grid, because we were assessed on that. It's it's something I've never thought I'd be able to do. It's inc- it's incredible, really. It really is. Well, you never know what you can do until you do it. So what does a Level D coaching license mean now, and what's the next step? <laughs> um, I really didn't want to do it. But I'm going to do my CAF C license here after. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a bit hard because then it's also weekends off. So which is why I haven't done a lot of... In fact, I haven't since the season started, I haven't been on uh, weekend television doing PSL matches because mm-hmm. I've been busy with that. So CAF starts end of September into October and I'll probably be out for 80 more hours, which is how many days. It's, it's just much longer, much mm-hmm. more intense. That's my next step. Whether or not I'll be going into coaching is another thing, Tabitha. That was not the plan. The plan is to... To empower yourself. Yeah, to empower myself, but to also mobilize women in football, mass participation, technical director positions where you go into different regions to say, look, you can do this. There is an opportunity for everyone to partake in football. It is open. So that's really more my role rather than teaching the actual skill. And you're saying you never thought you could do this and now you could go for your KFC license. What advice would you have for those looking up to you and, and those who want to become coaches or just those who want to become want to be involved in sport? Because we are celebrating Women's Month. We're celebrating women's in sport. And usually on a Tuesday, we talk about careers in yeah. sport where we introduce people to different careers within sport. What message do you have for all the women listening? To all the women listening, Tabi, so it's not about the glitz, the glam, the makeup and how we look. For me, education is very key. Um, As I am coming into the game, I still have a communication science degree. I'm still registered to do my honors degree with this in journalism. Uh, I still want to do my master's and hopefully my doctorate. I'm inspired by people that hold proper positions that have written manuals for what I was studying, uh, which was Lebu is one of them, um, and he, he did the he did a master's program. So, for me, before everything. Before your talent and your passion, you've got to have education. Because with that, plus your talent, plus your passion, man, you're unstoppable. So you've got to have all of it together. Talent alone is not enough. The best and the greatest athletes of our time will tell you that. Talent alone is not enough. 
everybody's talented in some way or another. You've got to be able to push yourself even further than the next person. Separate yourself. See yourself different for this, from the next broadcaster, from the next speaker, from the next voiceover artist. And that's always what I stand to do. Stand different. Be different from the next person. That's, that's basically my message. Education is number one. Of course. Well, so much love for you on social media. Rory Sang says it is more inspiring to see women getting involved in the game. Kudos to Lebo for acquiring her coaching badge. Zico Smith says not just a pretty face, clearly. (laughs) Dike Lady says she's more than just a sportscaster. Her passion for sport is beyond imaginable and she gives hope to young, passionate, upcoming women who have a neck for sportscasting. Yes, women, it is possible. Lebo, thank you very much for joining us and we wish you all the best. Well done on what you've done and we wish you all all the best. Thank you so much. And you continue inspiring us. You're also one of the greatest broadcasters we have. So thank you to you. After your story, you've made me feel so hopeless. After your story, I feel like I've done nothing. No, dude, really, (laughs) really, really. I love your work. So thank you you. you to you as well. Thank you, Lebu. You can always catch her on Metro, of course, uh, with uh, Thomas there between 12 and 3. Uh, Thomas Msengana, she's uh, got your sports update and she's always on SABC Sport TV as one of our anchors, Lebu Mutsuedi. Up next, we'll speak to Coach Tracy Lee Pepper, who was coaching in the ABC Mutsepe League. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Now let's welcome our next guest, Coach Tracy Lee Pepper, who until the end of last season was coaching ABC Mutsepe League outfit Alexandra United. And I told you an incredible story uh, at, at, at the club, the only female coach in the ABC Mutsepe League. And she will tell us more. Coach Tracy, good evening and thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM. Uh, good evening. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Firstly, how was last season? Did you achieve what you were hoping for at Alex United? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, you didn't get what promotion. I to achieve was promotion. Mm. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Mm. And um, you know that's that's the way it goes. So we just have to look forward, move on, mm. progress. But you were in charge of for, for for a couple of seasons at the club. I mean, what are some of your highlights, Coach Tracy? Because I remember you were consistently fighting for promotion, either second or either fourth. Uh, what, what what were some of your highlights? I think, you know, I was I was head coach for Alex United for four years. And I think for me, there was a lot of highlights and a lot of achievements. So even though I didn't get what I wanted, which is every coach's dream is to get promotion within the club that you work. But, you know, the players that I worked with over the years, I had probably a core of 10 players that I worked with, amazing young men. And I got to know them on a personal level, visiting them in their homes, which is a highlight for me. And just instilling in them discipline in this game that can be so brutal. Mm. You know, just just being on time, just learning to respect the game, learning to respect your teammates, and the fact that they are still doing those things, and and their families are so happy to to know that we were investing in our players by visiting them in their homes, seeing where they live, and still having a relationship with those players. I still have players now phoning me, even though I'm no longer with Alex, phoning me. They wish that I could come back or just to, you know, coach, when can we go out for coffee and catch <laughs> up? So those are definitely the highlights that stay with you. Mm. You took over from the late John Shoes Mushew. Did that put pressure on you taking over from a legend like Shoes, even though you were part of the technical of the management team during his tenure? Oh, no, 100%. You know, he was such a, a icon in football in South Africa and he was known overseas as well. And when he passed away, it was, 
it was a sad day for football. So I got to know him and he was a fantastic guy and he, he always allowed me a voice, which is amazing, you know, being a woman in, in a male-dominated industry and he always respected my opinion. So taking over from him was, was a big step and I felt like I needed to honor and respect the position that he held. Mm. The ABC Mutsepele coach Tracy Lee is a very difficult league to coach in, just like the stories we hear in the SAB or there's so many challenges um, in the ABC Mutsepele league. Overall, were you happy with your contribution and you narrowly missed out on promotion? I know you'd been, you'd be, you, 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 you'd been pushing for promotion. Uh, uh, you know what? I am happy because I know what the league is and I cannot judge my coaching ability or my success based on the ABC Mutsepele league. Because everyone knows what it is. And just when, you know, you get the last six or seven games of the season and you're sitting second, you're sitting first, and you just know that it's it's going to become soul-destroying. It's going Mm. to become brutal. Everybody, you know, at the end of the day, and I'll be honest, what club has the most money? That's just the way it is. So coaches can never base their coaching ability. If you did that, you would give up coaching. because, And also, you can't just blame it on everything, on what happens in the ABC Mutsepa League. We had games where we should have won and we didn't win because mm. we just weren't good enough on the day. But that might be three points, you know, out of the season, six points out of the season. But when you're dealing with 12 points out of the season that maybe should have been yours, then you, you have to question why you even coaching in the Trust me, we've had all those horror stories. I remember though speaking to you about two seasons ago, uh, there was a group of supporters wanting you out because you were a woman, despite being second on the log at the time, and I think you were two points behind the leaders at the time. How how do you deal with such challenges? Well, you know, it's you just, you, you've got to be tough. It is a very tough industry because you've got to take the good with the bad. So the good is the players you're surrounded with, the people you're surrounded with who support you, your family who supports you through it. And then there's always the bad side where not everyone's going to like you, not everyone's going to like what you do. I suppose a bit of danger comes in when it becomes a bit physical, when, when supporters come onto the field, if they start pushing you around. You don't have that kind of security that you would have in NFD or PSL. You're very accessible to everyone on the field. And I had it last season as well. And I've even had it when they've, believe that uh, family members believe that I have the power to give players their clearances and I have mm-hmm. no power to do it. But And they come and they start um, physically pushing me on the field. But it's something I love and it's, you just have to, you know, love it more than, than the challenges that come with it. Mm, I can imagine. I mean, you must have been on the back foot. Was it a challenge because you were a woman or was it a challenge because you were a white woman or a bit of both? I probably would say a bit of both. Um, it's a very, it's a hard industry to be in, even as a male, because there's only a certain amount of teams, which means there's only a certain amount of coaching positions in every division. And being a female, it definitely is more of a challenge. And I definitely think being a white woman is harder. I was told when I did my level three, I was told before I even, as the day that I started my level three, I was told that because you're a white woman doing your level three, you have to work harder than everyone else. And that was my mandate given to me. <laughs> oh. Well, one of the one of the complaints from from that group that wanted you out about two years ago was they were asking how do you go into the changing room to address the players because you are a woman. I mean, how do you respond to that? Uh, you know, and that was just probably one of the most.
idiotic, if I can use that word, questions I've ever been asked because, you know, my answer to that was when male coaches go in, the guys might take their shirts off, but they're not changing. The players are not changing their clothes. So you're not walking into a dressing room full of naked men. No one is. No coach is, even if you're a male. So, you know, you go in there, you do your team talk, and you leave. And, and that's what you do. You don't have a bunch of men changing. So if they do want, do want to do anything, everyone leaves at that time, whether you're a man or you're a woman. So I just found that question. And the whole context of that just just crazy. Mm. But having said that, this was a small section of disgruntled supporters. The community, though, supported you. I remember there was even an article on Alex News welcoming you, saying that they wish you all the best. How was the support from the rest of the community? Oh, 100%. You know, when we talk about the people that didn't want me there, like, honestly, was a handful of people, even less, but enough to make a noise and enough to to sit up and, and you know, make people listen. They definitely got their few minutes of fame and they mm. definitely got their platform but having said that i had an amazing support system i had the chairman of the club uh, and kani dubey who was supporting me 100 percent. there were supporters that were always there at the game supporting me and then uh, timothy who was on alex fm he was supporting me so so in alex i had huge support besides the controversy besides the chaos i definitely had the right support Yes. And, and um, who are some of the high-profile players that you worked with, Coach Tracy Lee? I know there were some pros at the club who speak highly of you, the likes of Colin Zimba in them. Yes. I mean, I, you know, I worked with some great people. When I look back now and I think of you know, some of the people that I worked with, like Colin, it was, I, I, often I remember when some of these players used to come. Um, Liesl was one of them. And I remember when they started with me, I used to look at them and I used to think, you know, how am I going to coach these players? They've, been, they've played at the highest level, but they were so humble and they were so ready to learn and they were so accepting of me being a woman and incredibly hardworking and gentleman. So in, in that regard, I never, ever had players, I can say, that, that were against me or were embarrassed to coach by a woman. They were 100% supportive and behind me and willing to work harder. We were all, I think, also trying to prove a point that that woman, it's not about your gender, it's about your knowledge. And if you've got the knowledge, if you've got the ability, it shouldn't be about your gender. Mm. And how was it uh, at the away games when the opposition coach realized that they were coming up against a woman here? Did you feel any negativity or were you always welcome and accepted? Oh, some clubs, you're always going to get it. But I think even if you're a man, you're going to get it. But definitely maybe a bit more being a woman. So there were certain clubs that I would play against where they felt you know, that they were very threatened um, if I beat them. And and some coaches were fantastic. Um, some were welcoming, very, very warm, treated me like a, a colleague, a co-worker uh, in the profession. Mm. And, but some were arrogant. <laughs> yeah. I know you're very close with some coaches. People always talk about your friendship with the certain Rulani Mukwena, another football brain. Yes, uh, Rolani and I are very good friends, and we did all our coaching badges together. So from our level one, level two, three, UEFA, uh, not UEFA, CAF, A and B, we did we did all that together, and we became very, very good friends, and still remain incredibly good friends to this day. So he has been so supportive of me over the 
the, all the years, 10 or more years that I've known him. And he's seen the struggles that I've been through. He's seen it firsthand, witnessed it on the coaching courses I've done, where he's seen the discrimination. And he's the one person that has stepped up and stood up for me through all of that. Well, Coach Vlani Mukwana does join us on the line. Coach, good evening and thank you very much for finding a few minutes to speak to us on <laughs> SAFM. <laughs> Good evening, uh, Mr. Mosias. Good evening to uh, Ms. Pepper, and good evening to the listeners. Good to good to hear from you guys. Thanks, Coach. We're, we're celebrating Women's Month. We're highlighting women that are doing great things, and one of them is Coach mm. Tracy Lee Pepper, who coached Alex United. I remember um, mm. um, a couple of seasons ago when I went to go watch her. I mean, she's doing amazing stuff there at Alex. What can you tell us about Coach Tracy Lee? I think I do not know where to start. I'm normally a person that doesn't run out of words, yeah. but uh, if you if you ask me to start to describe uh, first Tracy as a human being, I would I would run out of uh, the real uh, words to, in, in describing her. But I think it's only befitting that uh, on your celebration of women's Month, you bring a woman like her into your, into your studio because. Um, not only is she is she an unbelievable coach, I think she's 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 extremely talented from from her work ethic to her, her understanding of the game to her humility and her her ability to 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 interact with with human beings, not just with with boys, but 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 uh, women and 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 male uh, mm-hmm. football players. You know that takes an incredible amount of. Of, of of talent to be able to 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 deal with with the different genders from a, from a coaching perspective and and she's got that you know and 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 God was uh, incredibly kind to her uh, when 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 he 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 gave her the gift of coaching uh, but over and above that I think she's an unbelievable human being her her humility her her ability to 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 say the right thing at the right time. Her, her strength and her perseverance. She's been through so much in her coaching journey, but she she remains so loyal to the game and so passionate about it that, uh, regardless of of, of 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 the challenges and and the difficulties that she faced, she's she's maintained herself. And it's 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 very very difficult to 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 be genuine to who you are and continue to fight and persevere and give the best of you. When 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 uh, things are very difficult, but she's maintained it, and and uh, it's befitting that uh, when we celebrate Women's Month, I think uh, you've, you you couldn't have chosen a better a better woman, but for me, over and above that, a better human being because um, that's what she is. I I don't see her as a woman; I see her as a human being, and mm. and uh, they 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 are very few human beings with with the heart that she has. And Coach Rulani, when you first came across uh, Coach Tracy Lee, did you foresee that she could go this far, that she would if she would break boundaries actually and go coach a men's team? No, I actually never. I I, I always thought she would. In fact, I, I always thought she'd stay within the the women's space. And I thought she would. She at that time she had uh, her own company that was dealing with uh, with uh, women's football yes. and 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 a lot of coaching clinics and. And and uh, even ran her own football club, and and she had a black bucky uh, that was uh, written in, in in all pink, you know, at that time. And and um, I thought she'd stay in that space and probably even go on to coach Banyana Banyana, but 
but she but being the, the Tracy that she is, I mean, I think that already profiles her, her mentality and her, her attitude towards life in general. She's she's one that sees no boundaries. She's one that is not afraid of of of, of creating her own directives. You know, she 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 doesn't want to be confined into 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 specific things. She wants to to try different things and she wants to to see different ways of, of finding uh, uh, different solutions and paths and 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 that has helped her to become uh, the woman that she is. But moreover, really also leave the legacy that she has because uh, what she's done for 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 football, especially at ABC Super League level, mm-hmm. uh, which is a very difficult league. And I always told her, I said, I don't think I would ever coach in that league. I don't have, I don't have the strength and the quality. Uh, that 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 is needed to to survive in that type of league. You know, it's got its own people, and I and I admire her for that because she's got she's got so much strength and 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 she's got the quality to be able to deal with uh, the difficulty of that league. Oh, I've heard the horror stories about that league. And finally, Coach Rulani, is this field open for more women coaches? Is, is, is it ready to accept them? Coaches like Tracy Lee, Pepper, to coach men's teams. It's, 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 I think I think only time will tell because uh, one of the common things that uh, Tracy and I share is is that we are consistently trying to break this barrier. For her, it's the barrier of uh, w- women cannot coach men. Uh, and for me, uh, I found the strength in her to be able to fight because uh, my fight has always been uh, young coaches cannot coach in the PSL, you know, and mm. young coaches that never played the game cannot become uh, top coaches in the PSL and that. And that has always been one of the things that in, in our own separate fights and our own separate battles, we, we, we found so much uh, uh, attachment to each other's struggles that we are able to, to give uh, solace and, and energy to each other to continue to, 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 to fight the good fight. And I think she's done exceptionally well and, 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 and really in terms of trying to, to create uh, an opportunity or an avenue or a path, in fact, for, mm. for other female coaches to, 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 to show that they can also succeed and work with, with uh, men and, and, and coach uh, uh, at the highest level, in, 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 even in the PSL, you know, and I think they've got the quality but they just need the opportunities and impossible is nothing uh, each and every single revolution that history tells started with a single crazy person and uh, and and tracy is, is one of those crazy people that has started the revolution of trying to say uh, women can coach men and can coach at the highest level within within men's football great stuff coach rulani thank you very much for finding time to speak to us coach tracy i'll let you say goodbye to coach rulani Oh, thank you, baby. So emotional. <laughs> thank you so much for everything You're you said. You're welcome. And I will, I will, I'll catch you later. Okay. All right, that's fine. Great Enjoy stuff. Enjoy the rest of your time with Mr. Musia. You're in good company. Thank you, Coach, and we love speaking to you too, but tonight is not about you. Uh, we're going to yeah. continue our conversation with Coach yeah. Tracy Lee after the break. SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Still nil nil between Chiefs and Barocca after 14 minutes. Chiefs seemingly doing all they're taking so far, but we still continue our conversation with Coach Tracy Lee Pepper. Coach, we've spoken about your time at Alex now and, and everything that's happened, but let's go back a bit. Where did it all begin for Coach Tracy Pepper? Because I know your brothers played football. It seems like football is in, is in the family's blood. 
Yeah, definitely. I grew up in Cape Town and my brother played for Atlantic where Budgie Byrne was the coach yes. all those years ago and um, Gavin Hunt, in fact, played at, at the same club. So I grew up on the football field from a young age. So football was definitely my blood, always fighting and begging my dad to go to training sessions. So that was I, I was like the ultimate tomboy. And then we relocated to Johannesburg, and my daughter at the age of 12 wants to play football. Cassidy. So just to, Cassidy, yes. So just to, you know, she's a lot, she's 20, turning 27 this month, Women's Month. So uh, many years have passed. <laughs> but I started a company called Girl Sport because I just felt if, you know, she wanted to play football, maybe there were other girls who wanted to play football. And so Girl Sport started the first school league in the country, in Pretoria and in Kaateng, well, not in the country, Pretoria and Kaateng. Mm. We started the first school league, and it was really successful. And, you know, from then, then I started doing my coaching badges. So I just progressed and progressed further, and the opportunity came for me to get involved with Alex United as an analyst, and I grabbed the opportunity, and hence this is where I ended up. And and what coaching badges do you have? How far did you go? So I got my level three, my pro license in South Africa, and my my CAF A and B and my German A and B license. Oh, oh that's great! So I was in Germany in 2011 and 2013. Oh wow! And the young man is this, is he playing your son? I know he was playing also. Yes. Well, that was also part of the controversy was the fact that I was playing my son, but he had already left Alex United, which yeah. was which was really quite funny. Uh, he's in America. He got a full scholarship to go and study and play. So he's a college in the state playing really at a nice level of football. So he's got a four-year scholarship. So he will be there and who knows what will happen after that. Wow. I was also told that Cassidy played for one of the junior national teams. Is that correct? She did. She played for the under-17 uh-huh. uh, national team and and she doesn't play football anymore at all. She's actually a very good singer. Oh, wow. So she's in full-time ministry. Oh, that is great stuff. We've yeah. also got another caller on the line. I think you mentioned him earlier on. Timmy T, from, uh, formerly yes. from Alex FM, is now with us actually on SABC and Radio 2000. Timmy T, good evening and thank you for joining us. Uh, good evening, Tariso, <laughs> to my coach. And, uh, Hi, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy, I know you follow a lot of grassroots football. You're very passionate about whether it's the ABC League, whether it's the SABC, SAB League. You're always at the games. You're always updating about the games. What can you share with us about Coach Tracy Lee? Oh, first, let me say also, Hattie, um, the women's month to all the women in South Africa. And yeah, Tariso, thank you so much for having me. Um, I guess there's only three ways to, 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 to describe the coach, coach Tracy. For me, let's talk German, being based in Germany for three seasons, three years, 2011 until 2013, where she acquired her German A and B license. And of course, the Safa Pro license. That tells you the kind of coach. Mm. I listened to your interview earlier on when you had a chat with uh, Levu, uh, and she was saying it's not easy. And, and she was talking B license. Imagine when you talk A and B, KF A and B license. It's, it's, it's no child's play. So for me, it says a lot about coach and, and the fact that she, she, she really wanted to be in the game. And you know what? She's one of the few people that I know that are hardworking. And, and she, she, she goes all out to make sure that she achieves whatever she wants. And I, I remember in the three seasons that she's been at Alex, there's one season that um, I don't know if coach you remember when you lost Innocent Nemkondeni. 
uh, on a January transfer window. At that stage, you were on top of the log, and I said management didn't do, didn't do you justice. Um, you were going to win the league that season. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you make of the kind of football that was played at Alex? I mean, how would you describe it for, for those who haven't watched that, that Alex team that was under coach Tracy? I think one thing about coach Tracy is that she she, she plays an attacking football. Um, unlike when we've seen a lot of foreign coaches that have come to South Africa and tried to play your called transition football, you know. Um, coach Tracy is more of, she, she she loves she she embraces our identity as South Africans and she she knows our players she plays our players to, to their strength you know and and it's 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 amazing how she has managed to coach even the former pros mm-hmm. and they still go on to talk about her you know and I'm talking players that have played at the highest level you know if you remember Manyobangwenya Shakespeare if you talk about Colin Zimba you talk about the players that have played at high Sapa level they still come and, and and you know and and even um, you know um, you know players that still currently even playing. I remember Lizom Jepo also once and also played for Alex mm-hmm. David Twale as well. Also worked under her. Players that are playing currently even the PSL, uh, you know the goalkeeper at Barok FC also played under her. Um, I talk about Drogba Nemkonden who also mm-hmm. played, who's currently playing for Blofoot and Celtic now. So she has actually you know embraced the South African talent and she doesn't try to change the players, but she she just makes sure that they play. Uh, for the team and make sure that they play for the badge to win for the club. So that for me, it says a lot about the coach. And, and there are very so many coaches that are playing, uh, that are coaching in South Africa that don't even have the qualification that they have. And besides the, the, the qualification, I think she's, she's one of the best coaches. And, and, you know, when Vera Powell left her position as a head coach at Wanyana, I thought she was definitely going to be short, because she was shortlisted at the time. I thought she was going to give her the, the head coach position at Wanyana. Finally, I remember you were very vocal, calling for calm after those idiots came and wrote an open letter and said she must vacate the club because she mustn't get into the changing in the changing room. Do you remember that time? I mean, for me, I couldn't understand why the fans will, will be complaining when the, the team is second on the log. And and for me, it was never about performance. And and you know, um, and if it's not about performance, then it's, it's, it's something else because the coach was um, doing very well with the club. And and I think that storm also destabilized. Um, the team because after that the team started to struggle because you know when there's sections in the team that we don't want so and so at the team of course it destabilizes the team mm-hmm. uh, for me it was a necessary at that stage I think they compromised the club because it has nothing to do with the coach qualities because she was second on the log at the time two points behind African All-Stars mm-hmm. and who knows who could have gone all the way and, and won the championship that season but among other seasons I mean if you remember that coach has been there for the past four seasons and on all those seasons she has finished second or third mm. and, and that says a lot about her coaching credentials um, like, like, like you had Rulani saying that this is not an easy league not every coach can coach in this league it's, it's difficult it's hell yeah but if she can be able to hold her own against some top oppositions some top quality coaches um, and, and, and still you know mastermind and, and win against and, uh, I mean, their male counterparts, for, uh, the male counterparts. For me, I think that says a lot about her coaching credential. And uh, to this day, I still feel, you know what, she was not judged fairly, you know. Uh, maybe because she's a female, a lot of people had so much to say uh, about yeah. her gender. It had nothing to do with her performance as a coach. Well, Timmy, thank you very much for joining us and for just sharing a few words and giving us insight into Coach Tracy Lee Pepper. Coach, I'll let you have the final word. We have to let you go, but we thought we should just call you, bring you on air, give you the respect that you deserve and highlight to the whole country how hard you've been working in the lower leagues of South African football without getting the glory and, 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 and the shine. Oh, thank you. I really do appreciate it. it. It does mean a great deal 
you know, you don't want, it doesn't matter which co- what coach you are, what you're doing. It's always nice to hear good things because sometimes the struggle is real. And it's just some, it's good to hear people talking positive things into your life. So thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Coach, and we wish you all the best and keep us updated with anything that you do going forward. I will, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is Coach Tracy Lee Pepper. Unbelievable. A lot of people didn't know that there was a female coach in the lower leagues of South African football. Now you do. Up next, we'll find out from Safa how you can get, you can become a coach. Sport on, on SAFM. And let's wrap up now by finding out from the association, the mother body on how mother body on how you could also become a coach like Lebu Mutswedi and Tracy Lee Pepper and Safa's deputy technical director, friend Hilton Smith, joins us on the line. Good evening, ma'am, and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Thank you very much. Good evening to you and your listeners. I'm sure you must be proud of our own Lebu Mutswedi leading by example here. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's what we need is more women coming into coaching and she's taken a big step and it's, I'm very proud of it. And and she's attracted a lot of attention also, Coach Friend, and that's why we thought we should bring you on. How do people become coaches? How do they get involved with the courses? Well, Safa conducts many, many courses around the country, uh, starting with the D license. Um, and if anybody wants to know where the courses are being held, uh, they can contact Safa Coach Education. They can phone the office and find out where the courses are and they can go along. And for women, they always have a priority. Uh, the courses should be 50% women. So if any woman's ever turned away, they have to call me and I'll make sure they get on the course. So just to be clear, the men and the women basically do the same courses? Uh, yes, they do. They do the same courses, uh, the D license, which is our development course. The men and women do the same courses. Um, we did have some courses specifically for women at the A license because we wanted to deal with aspects specific to women's football. But uh, generally, the courses are all combined with men and women so that they learn uh, the proper skills and everybody learns together because uh, we're all equal. Mm. And and at the moment, how is the interest? Are you getting interest in people who want to become coaches? Yeah, there's a lot of interest from women and uh, women, we want to be more interested, of course, in teachers because many of the women teachers end up teaching football in the schools and they need the basics. So we have a lot of interest from women and now that we have nine provincial technical officers who are women, we're hoping that they will encourage even more women to take up coaching. Mm. And we did hear some unfortunate stories of discrimination from uh, Lebu and, and, and Coach Tracy Lee. Um, I mean, I'm sure that concerns you also that they're not being treated equally just because they are women. Yeah, look, you know, it's, it's always been a man's sport, so it's hard to break through the ceiling. But when it comes to coaching, uh, any woman who wants to do a D license, if there's a course, they must go on the course because we want to ensure that if if necessary, 50% of that course must be women. So women must be allowed to go on the D license and any course for that matter. Mm. Um, I haven't heard that someone's been turned away and if they are, they must please let us know. 
Yeah, no, it's definitely not at the courses. They didn't complain about the courses, but it's just maybe when they go on the field and all of that. And finally, coach, uh, you're a former Banyana Banyana coach yourself, friend Hilton Smith. You think South African football is ready for a woman to become like Tracy Lee Pepper and coach a men's team? Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely no reason why they can't. And I think Tracy has shown that uh, it's a possibility. She's done well. Um, one of our other national coaches, Maud Kamala, also coaches the men's team. Yes. So it's, there's no reason why the women shouldn't. They have the qualification. They have the ability. So it's just a matter of pushing themselves to get into the positions that they want. Great stuff. Friend, thank you very much for joining us on SAFM and just giving out this little bit of information, but it's very important and it means a lot to a lot of people who've been asking for this information. Thank you very much and keep working, keep up the good work. Former Banyana Banyana coach friend Hilton Smith now suffers deputy technical director. And I was about to mention coach Maud Kumalo, um, actually. Uh, she's also doing some fantastic stuff uh, with she was coaching TUT there, the Tswana University of Technology, uh, coach Maud Kumalo. And we're also going to have her on the show one day. But yeah, thank you to everybody that was contributed to the show. I really enjoyed the conversation. A lot of people didn't know about coach um, uh, Tracy Lee Pepper. And now we know we learn something every day. And even Rory Sang has actually tweeted us a picture. He's a journalist and he's tweeted us a picture of interviewing of him interviewing coach Tracy Lee uh, Pepper at the Giant Stadium after she dismantled Harangua United. That's how Rory Sang describes it. And uh, Klabiso says thank you very much for this interesting story. I want to say to Tracy Big Up and football fanatics are all behind her. And Football fanatics, it is goalless between Barroca and Kaiser Chiefs after they're in the 30th minute now. So still no score at the new Peter Mukaba Stadium. That is the only APSA Premiership game of the evening. Up next, Mr. Ashraf Gada with the viewpoint after eight. Of course, the big hitter, Professor Sheriff Keita, documentary filmmaker, French uh, studies department at the Carlton College in the USA. That is the big hitter. My name is Tabiso Mosia. Thank you to Luyolom Kalipi, Zelma Tribi and on social media we'll be back again tomorrow uh, with more but there will be sport in the morning on sunrise with Stephen Hortes Zai Khan there bright and early between 6 and 9 with your latest sports update thank you very much news is up next